Hello, welcome to another episode of Give Me My Points Podcast. I'm Angry Damas. I'm joined by my co-host, Lockable. And on this episode, we're going to get into the NFL season midterm review. As always, like, share, subscribe. The podcast We're available on many platforms such as Apple, Spotify, on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, look us up. Also, we will invite you to join our Discord, the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlay Discord, where we're handing out free plays each and every day. We're handing out winners. For the month of October, we finished with a 60% hit rate, which is outstanding. Plus, like I say, we have a we have a promo going on right now. If you join the Discord, we have a $25 promo invite competition going on in the Discord right now. So join today lockable what's happening with it dude going on man how's it going oh man it's going bro you know trying to see how this second half of the nfl is going to go down man it's been kind of crazy in in certain divisions other divisions it's just like man what the hell is going on but so far it's it's been a crazy season it has been a crazy season and all there's a lot of teams we wouldn't even expect it to be doing good this season that are doing great this season. Right, and it's a bunch of them that's down bad. <laughs> down bad. A lot of them are down we, bad. But we're going to get into that. So, you know, we reached the midway point of the NFL season, especially them going to an 18-week season. And, you know, some things where, you know, we looked before the season even started, I didn't think we would even be here, you know, um, a bunch of surprises, you know, but um, I want to start off with uh, AFC North. Um, that division last year, like I said, they had a dark horse Cincinnati Bengals coming out of right. that division, making it all the way to the Super Bowl, which they right. could have won, but they didn't protect Joe Burrow. And it seemed like they didn't I'll do it again this year. That game. Yeah, he's still getting sacked out of his mind, and he has to get the ball quick. Get you know, get the ball out of his hands quick because Pope that Pope O-line get his ass him. beat. O line ain't protecting him, the, right? Maybe beating the brakes off his ass. But right now in that division, uh, the Ravens lead six three. Bengals are right behind them at five and four. Below them are the Browns with three and five, and the Steelers are at the bottom two and six. Which you know, I understand that we've been down there, right? I understand with uh, Ben Roethlisberger, who I used to nickname Big Sorry, him leaving um, that team. I didn't think they were going to be that decimated to where you know two and six because Tomlin hasn't had a season with a losing record, but it seems like he's going to get it this year. He's uh, three three losses away from that. Yeah, he's on the verge of hitting that. They kept hyping it up all preseason. How he hasn't had a losing season. He hasn't had a losing season. Now he has a losing season. So you know, yeah, this is I mean, but it's situation for him. It's been what fifteen years he's been there, roughly. Uh, yeah, something like that. So I mean, that's amazing. But I mean, hey, bro, law of averages, man. It was bound to happen. Um, I, I think it's a two horse race between the Ravens and the Bengals. Right, uh, you know the Bengals. They they've dropped some games to some some teams where it's like, damn. But like I say, yet again, going back to 
they can't protect the quarterback, man. I mean, some games he stays upright. Others, man, they down there tear that boy in half. And with Jamar Chase being injured, sideline for we don't know how long, that's definitely, I think, going to give an edge to the Ravens. But Ravens are dealing with a you know a whole host of injuries as well. So it's going to be a dogfight. Right, and even with Jamar Chase not playing right now, the Bengals still are playing well. I mean, this past Sunday, I mean, they Joe Mixon had it on his mind to tear them boys up. The Panthers defense, they got five touchdowns on them. And, I yeah. mean, yeah, he if, said the the line, if the O-line can keep Joe Burrow off the ground, they could be fine. I mean, I don't, wouldn't say they need Jamar Chase. Yeah, he's a great asset. He's a freak of nature. But, I mean, they have receivers there. Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, Hurst. They got people there for him to uh, throw the ball right. to, and they got a running back, and they got a quarterback. It's really the O-line that needs a lot of help. And, I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens are playing well this season. Lamar's trying to get paid. I mean, their problem is they can't finish games a lot. That's That was the right. main issue. They'll get right. up so high, and then they'll lose in the second half. So, I mean, if they can keep that from happening – they could win the division, but my pick is for the Bengals to come out this division with a sneaky uh, division title. Um, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think it's going to be the Ravens. Uh, just going back to what you said before, uh, Lamar wants to get paid, and even though he's already been the MVP, there's still the stigma that he doesn't get it done in the playoffs. And I think he wants to put that to bed because, you know, after this season's over, he wants that bag. He wants that. I mean, he was going to get a bag regardless, but he wants no, that guaranteed that bag. big bag. He, he wants that guaranteed big bag. And I think he's going to get it done uh, with that division for the simple fact that they have been up for most of the games they played. Uh, they was alluded right. to it the other night. They could have easily been 8-0 and if they wouldn't have dropped those games, given away in the fourth quarter. Uh, one thing they're going to need to tighten up, I see in my eyes, is the defense. Because it's another game where um, defense is arguing at the coach with Harbaugh, you know. Right. As Monday was a, was a Marcus Peters uh, arguing with Harbaugh. Yeah, and there was a previous game before Peters arguing with him about going down on the fourth down. So they're going to need to tighten it up. And usually when the weather gets colder, that's when teams show up and they show out and handle business. So right. I, I think the Ravens are going to come out of that division. Um. Moving on to the AFC South, which uh, to me is a complete shit show. Um, you know, that, that I knew stuff is pretty bad, except the Titans. Yeah, I knew Frank Reich was going to get fired. Um, I, I knew he wasn't going to finish the season. I, I said that before. We, you know, I mentioned to you before that he wasn't long to be the coach, uh, head coach. But uh, right. right now, as you say, you said. Titans are leading that division with a five and three record. Next up, Colts three five and one. Jaguars three six, and Texans at the bottom one six and one. Um, I think we can probably both agree here that uh, this is the Titans' division to lose. Yeah, well, the Titans, tight. Yeah, Titans should take this division with ease. Only way they could lose this division if you know they lose Derrick Henry and they don't have their quarterback. Right. Other than that. They should take AFC South no problems because the Colts can't do anything. Jaguars, they're not going to do nothing. The Texans, we all know the Texans are just not – they're not a comp- competing team to win anything right now. Yeah, I mean, their best 
Well, arguably that best player, he just said, y'all didn't trade me the deadline, so fuck y'all. Um, I'm not yep. playing with y'all anymore. Um, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the Titans, they do have all their eggs in one basket with uh, King Henry. But at the same time, they the receivers didn't even complete a pass the other night, and they were still competitive with the Kansas City Chiefs, who who's probably – um, if not one number two of the whole AFC. So I think, you know, with their coaching, they'll they'll be the best bet to come out of this division. Uh yeah, I, I, I don't see the Colts turning around when you're hiring Jeff Saturday as your interim head coach. I mean, I watch this guy on get up with his pancake segment every Monday, and now he's gonna be the interim head coach and only coaching experience I know he has is his high school high football school. team in Georgia. Yeah, high school knowledge. That's all he has. So I mean, to me, they basically like let's get this draft pick. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's going to be Titans coming out of the division once again. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move on to the AFC West. Uh, this division, uh, before the season started, to me was one of the biggest fucking hype jobs that yes. the media was all co-signing, bro. Like yes. the, the way they hyped up the Raiders and everything was ridiculous. But right now, um, right now you have the Chiefs at six and two, the Chargers five and three, Broncos country let's ride at three and five, and at the bottom the Las Vegas Raiders at two and six. Um, Raiders is such a such a waste of a season to have Derek Carr not utilize the best one arguably one of the best receivers in the game at the moment to you know blow a bunch of leads yeah not pass the ball not utilizing Josh Jacobs in the backfield bad decisions bad defense overall just a bad year man they all that hype was for nothing yeah man cuz i mean when the preseason started man the way they were hyping the uh the Vegas I mean, yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders was ridiculous. They was like, oh, it's time for the Raiders to take over the AFC West. The, the Chiefs' kingdom is down and crumbling. The Raiders are going to take this division. They, they, you know, they got Crosby on defense. They got Tay Adams. Him and Carr played at Fresno State. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, bro, you know, no paper champions, bro. You still have to go out there and play these games. And right. With the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, bro. They just He's keep reloading. Even, yeah, even with them losing the hill, the free, you know, to the Dolphins, the Chiefs still just get it done. Um, I'm still surprised that the Chargers are right behind them with one game because, I mean, the Chargers have played some terrible ball this year. They played terrible but ball. At the same time, when they get in the red zone, it's like Austin Eckler just finds his way to get a touchdown. He just finds like he doesn't put up the most rushing yards, but when it comes to red zone uh area of the field, he's gonna get the ball, he's gonna uh score a touchdown, and that's how they and the defense just helps sustain it. That's all they do. They got a good defense. It's just, you know, sometimes the offense is kind of shaky depending on how Justin Herbert wants to play that day. Man, but it is just hard, man, because I'm just like, bro, I mean, you know, that's why you do play the game and them, them W is going to add up at the end of the season. But I'm just not confident in them to come out of this division. Um, to me, I, I think it's going to be another Chiefs division uh, once we get to the end of the season. Uh, they they have too much firepower on offense. Um, their defense can be kind of iffy, but yeah, the defense is have to worry about offense. 
yeah, with them having a great offense, I think they can be in any game. Yeah, as long as Patrick Mahomes, you know, comes out firing, Kelsey do it, does his thing out there, you know, as long as defense can hold them when they need them to, they should be fine. After yeah. watching this past Sunday and Monday games, I, I don't think the Chargers will take the West anymore. I think the Chiefs are yeah. going to easily take that uh, away from Broncos. Yeah, don't the stand Chiefs stand in this competition. Yeah, the, if the Chiefs had a consistent run game where they could like keep field, keep teams off the field, they would be absolutely dominant. But uh, yeah, the Broncos. Um, to me, this is about to be probably the biggest heist in sports history. Uh, right. Russell Wilson pulled over on them, getting getting Man. all that damn money. Um, it's a complete shit show in Denver. Um. I, I I mean, I don't want to discuss them too much because I feel the league has given them too much hype with all the primetime games they've had this season. Man, I think they have so a couple many. more. They've been absolute snooze fest to watch. I mean, just terrible, dude. Terrible. Yeah, it's a ter- it's, I hate watching the Broncos on primetime. I hate you. I hate yeah, bro, you. I mean, to say you got this guy because that was the biggest, you know, thing said I, I will see. Uh, in the media last year was this this team is just a QB away from being one of the best teams in football. Well, that was fucking cap as we right. as we see now. You know, they're Major. not. Um and and like I said, you got rid of your best player with Bradley Chubb trading him to the Dolphins. So I'm just like, your defense was keeping you in most of these games that you've played this year and you got rid of the best player. So I'm like, y'all playing for picks, but I can't really say that because you traded them all to uh, Seattle to get Russ. So now you got Russ is cooking, and that's just some bullshit. So Fact. Fact. You know, just just deal with it. Um, you got a new owner, which was one of the Walton kids. So I mean, he doesn't give a damn, bro. He's filthy dirtbag rich. So <laughs> he's wealthy. You know, he'll he'll probably. I mean, if he got any sense, he'll he'll wipe the slate clean next year and, and start over because man, then with Russ. Ain't getting it done, so it's not gonna yeah, work. Like I say, Chief, Chiefs coming out of that division. Yep, they sure will. Now let's get into the AFC East, which is probably, arguably, the best division in football. And I'm, yeah. you know, surprising to hear myself say that because I didn't think the Jets would be where they're at. I didn't think yeah. the Dolphins oh. would be where they're at, but they've handled business. Um, even with questionable quarterbacks, I'd say we're more questionable from the Jets. Uh, right now, the division stands: uh, Bills lead it at six and two. Uh, Jets are what half a game back at six and three. Yeah. Dolphins six and three. Patriots are five and four. Um, the Patriots, um, to me, they just have superior that. coaching. Right. That's why they're at where they're at because their quarterback uh, situation is not the best. Yeah, they all, yeah, that quarterback situation. It was solid last year, but it is it's not there this year. It's just not working right now. Yeah, um, but with the Jets and the Dolphins being at six and three, um, I guess it's kind of less surprising with the Dolphins because they have so much firepower at the wide receiver position. But the Jets, to me, I mean, Zach Wilson ain't that guy, but the Jets have found a way to get it done. 
Yeah, I mean, this past Sunday, the Jets played great ball against the Bills. I mean, I mean, Josh Allen, he just kept running the ball. The Bills need a solid running back in their backfield because him running that ball 86 yards Sunday was just not necessary. It's just not called for. He shouldn't be running that much and throwing that much. He, they need somebody in that backfield to help him out. Now, I'm pulling for the Dolphins to come out this division, reason being – the only three games they lost is when Tua wasn't playing, when he had his uh, concussions, and he's won all the rest of the games with Tua in the game. If him, if he's clicking with everybody, it's working fine. Tyreek doing his thing, Waddle doing his thing, most are getting a few touches a game. They're doing great things. Their defense is pretty good as well. The Jets, I mean, I can't really speak much on the Jets. I mean, we would, nobody expected them to be – this good this season i mean they have a few pieces that can fix here and there but they're finding a way to win games yeah because i mean you know i i thought the jets were out of it with them uh losing the rookie Brees hall who who was having an outstanding rookie year right um, i mean you know you can go back to early in the early in the year we like oh it's gonna be another sucky year for the jets and you know they had that clip of Gary V receipts, motherfucker receipts. You know, and everything like that. And Robert Sala even came out and said, you know, we're taking receipts on everybody talking down. And I mean, he so far he's backing that up, um, right? But with the Bills, it, I mean, that's been the consensus of we thought that was going to be the number one team that were going to represent the AFC. You know, in the Super Bowl, uh, they still have a good chance of doing that, but. They better watch their back in this division because, I mean, you know. Every game counts for them right now. Yeah, for the rest of the season, every game does count. Uh, they're going to have to deal with division opponents. Uh, last year we saw that game that was absolute madness because of the weather in Buffalo where the Patriots didn't even oh, yeah. throw a pass. Um, so, and, and with that uh, that injury to um, the QB, the um, – to Allen with the Bills is uh, something to monitor. They say it's not that uh, big of a deal, but, I mean, hey, he's questionable, I think, for the upcoming game. So it's going to be something to watch. But, yeah, I I, I don't I, – I, I would agree with you that him running the ball that many times is not an option, especially when you have Diggs, you have Davis, uh, you have Knox at tight end. Uh, they traded for Hines, I guess, to carry that load to the running back committee. So they, they need to yeah run the ball more because they can, they have the deep threats at a wide out to where I think they can compete with anybody in a shootout. But at the same time, man, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. <laughs> but um, overall, you say you're picking the Dolphins. I think the Bills yeah. are going to come out of this division because it, it's kind of, it's kind of gotten to that make it or break it point with the Bills where we're like, are they going to be the Bills of old? Where it's like they're they're good, just not good enough. I think this has to be the year. It has to be. I mean, they better do something. It was just going to be a waste, you know. I mean, yeah. they own two in the division, like with division games. I mean, the Dolphins beat them and the Jets beat them. So that's why I say they got to watch their back with that division. So it, it should be a good watch to the end of the season. Uh, right. Switching over to the NFC. Um, let's start with, uh, NFC North. 
Um, this is the division I didn't think would be where it's at um, coming into the season because the Packers have been the Packers. But uh, right now, as it stands, you have the Vikings at seven and one, uh, Packers at three and six, Bears three and six, and the Detroit Lions at two and six. So, I mean, you know, what the past 10 years, you can basically say this has been Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers division. Right. Um, it's crazy to see that Tay Adams leaving has kind of decimated that scene, but I'm that team, but it's not the full story because their old line has been trash and Aaron Rodgers has been questionable, you know, with his oh, decision making. And and those yeah, wideouts have been terrible. On this past Sunday. Yeah, against the Detroit Lions, who I think statistically have been the worst defense in NFL history through um eight or nine games. And they were only maybe they were only able to put up nine points, which is insane. Right. Um the Vikings should easily take this division. No doubt. I mean the Bears and the Bears just don't have any weapons to push them to try to win this division, nor do the Packers anymore. Vikings, you know, they got Justin Jefferson who's doing his thing. Dalvin Cook doing his thing. Kirk Cousins is actually doing something worthwhile this season, which is surprising mm-hmm. to me. But mm-hmm. I just don't see these other three teams even making a contest to take the Vikings out unless the Vikings just lose the rest of the year. I just do not see any of those teams to make a push for the Vikings spot. Yeah, the Vikings, they've set themselves up well. Uh, they have the second best uh, record in the league. Um, they've given themselves a four point, I mean, a four game cushion in that division. So I, I think it's a runway, a runaway with them. I'm tripping up on my words, but I, I think they've run away with that division to where I don't see any of the other teams coming back. So it, it's, right. it's probably going to be Vikings. Um, yeah, they should have that one. Uh, going to another surprise division is the NFC West. As it stands right now, uh, Seattle Seahawks are leading their division with six and three, 49ers four and four, uh, Los Angeles Rams three and five, and the Arizona Cardinals are three and six. Not where mm. we thought the NFC West would be at this time of year <laughs> before nah. the season started, but not with the hey, Seahawks being at the top. Yeah, that's why you play the game. Um, they they've been. Probably them and the Jets have been, I would say, one and two most surprising uh, teams of the season so far. I agree. Um, You know, you give Geno a chance, man. He's had several chances. Um, He's been with the Jets. He was drafted by him. He's with the Chargers. He's been there in Seattle for the past several years. And dude just – got into the system and took his game to another level and uh they've been winning games yeah they've been having a great season this year Geno's doing well he's being accurate throwing the ball right uh great defense has been playing good offense is clicking I mean I want to say I want them to win the division but I honestly think the 49ers might take this division in the long haul with the addition with Christian McCaffrey over there now I mean Overall, offensive-wise, I feel like the 49ers are better than the Seahawks offensively. Defense is both defenses. I can't 
put it on who I think who has a better defense, but quarterback wise, Geno is better than Jimmy G in my opinion. It's just Jimmy G needs to figure a this way season. to win the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this season, season so far. Yeah, this season so far. But Jimmy G needs to figure a way to win games. And in the long run, I feel like the 49ers will win more games with the addition to the Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Now Debo could be a full-time wide receiver now like he always wanted. You know, now they got threats all over the field. He just has to utilize them correctly. Yeah, man, that's the thing about it, man. Uh, once That's the thing. Once you stack up a kind of a, a cushion of uh, games, it, it's hard for another team to overwhelm and uh, overcome that. Uh, Gino, man, Gino definitely been one of the shocks of the season. But I definitely agree with you that the 49ers have more weapons uh, on the offense than the, uh, the Seahawks. Um, that's going to be a division to watch, definitely coming down to the end. Um, I definitely think the 49ers have more talent, man. They 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 right. have more talent, but them to close that gap, um, it can be done. It, it definitely can be because Seattle, Seattle is one of those this year where it's been a coin toss where in years past they might have not won those games, and this year they have, they actually won them. Um, where they're lacking is on the offense, but they've had a surprise with that rookie um, Walker the third man. Yeah, that dude can tote that peel, man. Yeah, he's been running real well. Um, uh, reluctantly, I, I, I'm I'm not all the way on Seattle, even though they've they've had a hell of a season so far. I think the Forty ers are going to come back somehow and uh, win that division. Yeah, I mean, man. Seahawks, if Seahawks, I mean, the way they're playing, Seahawks can win the division. They can, but looking at their schedule, I feel like I feel like they could lose it somewhere down the line. But I just honestly think the 49ers figure a way to pull it out. Unless Jimmy G just absolutely throw ducks for the rest of the season. Well, you know, Jimmy G sometimes will Jimmy G. Uh, so I mean in the playoffs, but I think them uh, getting Christian McCaffrey kind of ensured that he wasn't Jimmy G as much. Um, but it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be tough sledding for Seattle to close out a division because see they have mm, down the stretch they have San Francisco another divisional game, Kansas City, and the New York Jets. Um, that that's going to be a tough stretch to close out. And they have two games against the Rams. I mean, the Rams aren't where they are, but when it comes to those divisional games, man, game you, you never different. know what they expect. Yeah, you never know what they expect. It's going to be a dog fight, and, you know, it's going to be going to be hard for them to close out, but we'll see. Right. Um, get into our home division, the NFC South, man. It, it's been disappointing oh, this year. <laughs> um, right now the Bucks lead uh, four and five, tied with the yeah. Falcons who are four and five. Saints are three and six, and the Panthers are two and seven. This is not what we expected to happen in this division, man. It's it's sad to see, man. But with that being said, with those shitty records, the Saints still have a chance. Yeah, everybody in this division has a chance to come out the division. I mean, yeah, the Saints lost Monday night against the Ravens, but 
Man, too, man. Yeah, we lost terribly. We just gotta. You know, I mean, Saints. I want. I'm being biased. I want the Saints to win the division just because I hate the other teams and we're better than those teams on paper and we're better than them. Speak in on it. Life. Speak on it. But you know, we we just don't push the ball through the people we need to push it through, such as Alvin Kamara. I mean, well, I mean we, you know, it's the same story as last year: injuries. Yeah, injuries are always our enemy. Um, we haven't had Thomas healthy. He was only healthy for two games. Uh, Juice Landry, who we signed all season, he was only healthy for two and a half, three games. Right. Uh, Olave's been great. Uh, Kamara's oh, just starting yeah. to hit his stride the past two or three games. But at quarterback, man, we're still dealing with the same shit. Yeah, we're dealing um, with a, a defense quarterback. Defense-wise, man, our defensive line, bro, we had like one or two games where we actually pressured and touched up the quarterback. But other than that, we're not getting away takeaways. We're letting teams run on us, and we're not touching the quarterback. And that's been one of the biggest disappointments of the season. But at the same time, your defense can only hold for so long. When the offense is doing three and outs, you know, doing three and outs left and right, it's hard to put all that pressure on the defense, man. But, yeah, we still – we still – we still have a shot, but I'm not as confident as I was before Monday night, man. Cause right. We we looked bad, dude. We we looked real bad. We couldn't get nothing going. We looked clueless out there. Um, the other teams, um, ugh, Tampa Bay plays in Germany. <laughs> they play in Germany against Seattle, which actually should be a good game. I hope Gino, um, but but yeah, I mean, I. I can't, in good conscience, you know, sit here and not pick the Saints to win the goddamn NFC South. Yes, I'm still Man. riding with the Saints. It's always who that, who that, who that, who that said they're going to beat them Saints. So I'm picking the Saints to come out of this division. I don't care if it's wrong. It's always going to be right to pick the Saints in my book. Yes, sir. Saints way or no way. Talk about it. So, moving on to the last division, which arguably with the AFC East has been the inverse, the best division in the NFC, which is the NFC East. Which is uh, crazy. right now, yeah, right now the Eagles top of the NFL, perfect record eight and zero, Cowboys six and two, New York Giants six and two, and the Commanders four and five. Um. Out of this division, the Commanders, they're four and five. I'm jokingly saying their name, but I don't see them really making an impact in this division. But they playing better than I thought they would. Um, they yet another team has to realize that Carson Wentz was not going to solve your problems at quarterback. Right. Should have known that. We've seen it happen in Indy and in Philly, but yet and still. You're paying Carson Wentz all this money, and he's just going to injure himself over and over again. If he's not injuring himself, he's turning the ball over. So they're not really a factor. It's a three-horse race between the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants. Giants, man, that's another team like Seattle. They just find a damn way to win games, man. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they find ways to win games. I mean, Saquon's having a great season. It's actually almost his first full season. Uh, since his injury, hopefully he stays healthy. 
you know. But uh, honestly, Eagles are probably going to win this division unless they just lose Mojo down the line and the Cowboys and Giants sneak up and take it one or the other. I mean, Cowboys are playing okay ball. Giants playing okay ball. But, I mean, the Eagles are – they got they got a groove right now, man. They scoring at will. They got good defense. They just in a good groove, man. Yeah, it's been a few games with the Eagles to where I think they were down or could have lost, but they just find a way to win and they, you know, they win pretty pretty well in hand. Uh the signing of AJ Brown has just done wonders for that team. And Jalen Hurts is actually coming into his own. So right. you know, I mean there ain't no man. There's there's not much that you can say about them. Uh, they're getting it done on offense. They're getting it done on defense. Uh, special teams, no matter what it is, the Eagles have been doing what they needed to do. Yep, they have. They find ways. They they come in there knowing how to win. They don't find ways to win. They know how to come in there and win. Yeah. Um, I think their biggest biggest pressure is going to come from the Cowboys. Um, the way they've been getting things done on defense for most of the season. As um, it's really put it in a position to survive with uh Dak being injured uh for those weeks, and they still manage to get those W's. Um, I don't know if Zeke's gonna be healthy, and I don't even think that really matters because Tony Pollard has sneakily, in most people who've been watching football, has been the best running back in Dallas the past three years. Right. Yeah. T. Pollard has been toting that pill for Dallas and has been a better back than Zeke Elliott, uh, I think, for yeah, the I past agree. three years. That's the thing about it. Um, Philly can drop a couple of games, but not too many because looking at Dallas' schedule, they have Green Bay, Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the end of season with the Commanders. That's at least four games right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so, Philly, I mean, Philly's schedule is not that much tougher. But, you know, once you get close to the end of the season, you haven't lost a game, that pressure is going to get to you to where you're like, am I going to for real be giving my guys, putting them in a position to get injured in games that don't really matter once we have the number one seed locked up? It's going to be interesting to see, but I think Philly's going to um, Philly's going to continue to fly and take this division. Yeah, they should take this easily. So, uh, let me recap what I have. I have the Eagles, Vikings, Saints, and 49ers coming out of the NFC. Uh, for AFC, I have the Bills, Ravens, Chiefs and Titans. Hmm. Not bad. I think I think I had the Dolphins, the Bengals, Titans, Chiefs, Eagles, Vikings, Saints, and the 49ers. I think that's all my yeah. picks. We shall see. But um also since we're at that midway point, um everybody's gonna look at Who's going to win MVP? Um, 
before this weekend, I think Josh Allen was uh leading the um the odds who was you know as as a favorite for the MVP race. Uh right now that's changed. Right now it's uh Patrick Mahomes at plus two hundred, Jalen Hurts behind him at plus two fifty, Josh Allen moved to plus three fifty, and in the fourth spot we have two at a plus eight hundred. Um man, it's hard to go against Mahomes because of you know what he's done this year. Right. Um I don't think they're gonna give it to Hurts, man. I don't think they respect his game enough yet. Not yet. But um I, I damn. I think they're gonna wind up giving it to goddamn Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah, if he keep throwing touchdowns uh at a consistent pace, they're gonna keep it give it back to him. Personally, I would rather Derrick Henry win the uh MVP. I mean, but I just know they don't show respect to running backs and receivers winning MVP as much. So more yeah. than likely, they'll uh, probably give it to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Derrick Henry is a plus fifteen thousand for MVP right now. Right. Uh, let's see, averages two touchdowns a game for the rest of the season. I don't see it happening because I mean, let's get into that. The running back position. Um, from when I was a kid, it was a position to where. I mean, for the most part, it was more prolific to be a running back than I would say to be the wide receiver one on most teams. But as the game has evolved, where most running backs are um, receivers as well, and now to where it's running back by committee, that position does not hold the same weight it did back in the day. And, you know, you see that to where the contracts – you have to be an exceptional running back to really get paid in this league. And you're only going to really be exceptional for maybe three years, pushing it four or five. Um, so I, I, I just can't see them giving it to a running back anytime soon. That's why I believe Emmitt Smith's uh, all-time rusher record. I don't see it being broken for a long, long time, maybe if ever. Uh, well, right. I ain't going to say if ever, because, I mean, there's going to be somebody to come along to do it, but it's going to be a long way, I, I, you know, before that happens again. Um, I'm going to go with Pete Mahomes, man, going to get that uh, MVP again this year because he, he just keeps throwing yeah. touchdowns. That's what he known for, throwing touchdowns and playing backyard football, man. That's what he known for. Now, defensive player of the year, um, overwhelmingly, I mean, I think it's Michael Parsons right Mike, now leading that. Yeah, yeah, he's at minus two twenty five, which is a heavy favor. I'm like, damn, y'all could just give it to him uh, right now. Uh, next closest person is Nick Bosa at plus nine hundred, and in third is Miles Garrett at plus eleven hundred. Um, I don't know why Nick Bosa is so high because to me, both of the Bosa brothers they're good when healthy, but you know if they playing, they're going to get injured. To me, you know where they're going to miss time. It seems like they've done that every season. Um, but it's basically Micah Parsons' award uh, award to uh, lose right now. Yeah. Micah Parsons should take that award pretty easy the way he's playing this year and the previous year he played. So, yeah, I believe this award is set in stone. While as the MVP uh, could be thrown around, depending on how they play, quarterbacks play. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely one where, you know, depending on what they may do in a two-week span, they're jockeying from who's in first, who's in second, who's in third. Um, now, this award I think is going to be interesting to see um, come towards the end of the season is the Offensive Player of the Year. Right now we have Tyreek Hill leading at plus 300, Jalen Hurts at plus 350, Lamar Jackson at plus 1,100, and also Justin Jefferson at plus 1,100. Um, I think it's, it's going to be between Tyreek and Jalen, uh, Tyreek, man. I mean, he's putting up ridiculous numbers down in Miami. Yeah, the only thing kind of set him back. Is it, yeah. The only, only thing setting him back is his teammate is just as good. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Um, so, but I think, you know, depending on how they finish the season, I kind of think Jalen Hurts will be the better money at plus three fifty than Tyreek at plus 300 because, you know, no matter what they say, it's a quarterback-driven league. So if you want to go with a tiebreaker, I think the quarterback is always going to win by default. Unless Tyreek goes above 2,000 receiving yards this season, then I think he'll have that award. Because, I mean, he don't think he can get 1,000 this season, but I think if he gets over it in a timely manner, then, you know, he should be all right. He should but take it. With with that, that's tied to Tua as well. If Tua stays healthy, Tyreek yeah. is going to continue to go up. Um, I think I think they're going to give it to Jalen, man. If if I had to bet right now, I, I would I would go with Jalen because they're not they're not going to give him the MVP. So I think they're going to give him the uh, offensive player of the year. We shall see. I'm putting money on Tyreek. Only if okay. he his numbers up. <laughs> okay, and finally, uh, right now, the last award I would say we focus on is the comeback player of the year. Uh, right now, the favorite is Geno Smith at minus 135. Next is Saquon Barkley at plus 140. And third is plus 1400 with Derrick Henry. Um, To me, I wouldn't put Derrick Henry in comeback player of the year because I'm like, he never left. He had that major injury last year, but, I mean, dude came back off an injury that was like, man, how is he back so soon? Um, So I wouldn't really put him in it, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think it's a two-horse race between Geno and Saquon, and I kind of want to go with the favorite here with Geno because – Nobody saw him playing as well as he's played um, this year. I mean, he, he he's in the upper echelon when you come to quarterback rating and uh, completion percentage. Right. And, I mean, like you said, nobody expected him to be doing this well. I mean, we all knew what Saquon was capable of, but he just kept having in- season-ending injuries, which was setting him back. So, I mean, right. you know, he's going to have a great season, but – in all honesty, Geno is probably going to take that if he stays uh, playing well. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, they had that big matchup against the Buccaneers in uh, Germany this Sunday. And uh, if, if they can win that division, I definitely think it's going to be Geno is going to win that uh, comeback oh, yeah. of the year. Because, you know, like you said, that, that first game, uh, the reporter asked him, man, they wrote you off. You know, this, that, another. How you feel about that? He's like, I ain't right back. And it, mm-hmm. it, you know, and as with anything in the NFL, man, they love a they love a good story, especially a good comeback story. So I think 
I think it's Geno's to lose, man. Um, you know, I think that that'll be it. Yeah. Um, that's it for the midseason recap. Any other thing you wanna you wanna touch base on? Uh, this is non football related. This is going back to our P three Discord that everybody that's listening should be in. Yesterday we had Join a we Join had a Discord overalls record of seven and three. So we had a winning day. Everybody in the Discord made money. We we had some plus. 100 to 150 single slips that we hit money on that's always good you're missing out on free money that we give basically giving away and like angry diamond said in the beginning of the podcast we're running a 25 dollar invite competition if you win you get 25 dollars in your bankroll that's free money just invite your friends and come make this money with us most definitely i mean you know any day where uh you know we can combine and give a 70% hit rate on picks, man. You got to love it. And I'm right. saying we're giving our picks for uh, college basketball just starting. You know, we're, we're going to be giving our picks. College football, NBA, uh, NFL, hockey, uh, some footy plays. We're going to be having the World Cup coming up. I mean, we we run the gamut on, on sports, man. And, and we're giving these picks and these plays away on a daily for free. Just join the Discord come and chat with us we talk about it and everything but we're definitely handing out picks um you know we put our records out there because we want to be transparent we're not right. blowing smoke you know whenever we have an l we take the l but what we're trying to give you these w's that's what we're trying to give you because like right. i say we're for the month of october, month october we finished with 60 percent hit rate which is a great month. I don't think people realize that, but when you can finish at 60%, when you're handing out the number of plays we hand out for the month, it's great, man. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the seasons, you know, everything getting full swing. We're going to continue to keep giving these plays away. We're going to keep cashing out, and we're just going to keep course. on doing it. Because in the words of Ric Flair, we're on tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Woo! Right. <laughs> With that said, man, that's been another episode of Give Me My Points podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Lockable. Peace. Later. <laughs>